This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited for today's episode on mental health while marketing. We're going to go into the top six tips for balancing our mental health while also marketing ourselves, our creations, our work. I am really excited for this one because now more than ever, we are in this position of having the opportunity to focus more on our marketing and really promoting ourselves across social media channels and honing into our brand and doing all these things. And it's always been really evident to me that there is a very slippery slope when it comes to pursuing marketing. And I've definitely felt that for myself in the last 30 days, I started a TikTok and I went from 20 followers to 6,000 followers and yeah that 30-day period and it's been great because I'm able to build a funnel and get people to engage with this podcast and check out the YouTube channel that I recently launched. Engage with my Instagram and, and all the work that I'm creating and putting out the world because definitely creating a lot but the downside of it is community management. That can be a hugely addictive, taxing, burdensome feat in general. And so I wanted to dive into how we can balance it because if you do go viral, if you do start to feel a lot of traction, you can start to feel out of control of the work that you're creating. And oftentimes people start appealing to get continued attention and don't take care of their mental health and that backfires. The most important thing that I hope that you're gaining from listening to these podcast episodes is that you're the priority and you knowing yourself, understanding yourself, taking care of yourself is always going to be number one. The more that you're able to take care of yourself, the better you can show up for people in your life and show up for the world. So today's segments, we're going to start with questions that are received from our No Starving Artist community. And I'm going to respond to them actually very quickly because I want to dive into our second section, which is really the focus of this episode. We're going to get into the reflection questions and the top six tips for mental health and marketing in no specific order. Uh, I'll call out my favorite though. And then our culture resource, and then it's a wrap. As always, if you have questions, I would love to hear them. If you're experiencing challenges during this time, I'm here for you as a marketing consultant. I'm here for general perspective. And reach out to me. Email me at hello at morebyher.com. So there's four questions that I'm going to answer with a good amount of brevity because I really do want to focus this episode on the top six tips for mental health. But um, we these questions are ones that I can continue to revisit and answer in so many different ways. I find myself wanting to provide so much depth. That's why I love this podcast. I feel like we are able to get into a position where we're actually having a conversation and going deeper into topics and I hope that you're appreciating that. So the first question of four that I received is, do you think that there's a balance between working on a corporate job 
and being a creative. And my answer to that is, as it pertains to the lens of mental health, yes. There definitely should be a balance between working in any corporate environment and being creative. Creativity is definitely a mindset and we can bring it into our workspaces and we can also bring it outside of our workspaces. I find for myself that the ways that I operate at my highest is when I'm being creative at a full-time basis, not compartmentalizing my creativity or my ability to self-express to the hours outside of my nine to five. And so I think for everyone's mental sanity, it's really helpful to figure out where, whether it's in your job or outside of your job, how you can feel like you're able to extend and express yourself fully. That's what creativity is. As far as our second question, what were the best and most challenging parts of working at YouTube? As many of you know, I was a brand marketing manager at YouTube Music, and I think as in most of the companies and corporations that I've worked for and most of the organizations that I've worked for, there tends to be a very high demand for quick response and it can often result in a very fire drill like culture so many folks in the organization will be forced to operate very quickly and perform tasks with a lot of urgency and they'll be responding to things on the outer world and so it creates a very much a culture of reactiveness it's not a lot of deep thoughtfulness and responsiveness that I see being the dominant culture and that's super frustrating because if we want to operate in a more mindful way if we want a future of people thinking deeply and really caring then oftentimes they're not going to be reactive right they're going to be getting to the root of things so that they can affect real change and so I think that was my most frustrating and challenging piece in working at YouTube and I'm not even going to get into the best piece Um, and there's a whole host of reasons that I liked working at YouTube but that's a future episode third question when creating first podcast episode were you scared no one would listen and I've definitely mentioned this before for sure especially with my first podcast episode I listened back to that episode and it's clear that it was my first episode (laughs) as far as my delivery and such and I think that I'm improving over time you all can let me know if that's true or not but I was definitely scared around it not being successful but I didn't anyway and um, I wasn't so scared that I truly was going to care or let it stop me from moving forward that's the stage of life that I'm in people's opinions have little effect on me my opinions of myself are the things that drive and motivate me and last question how were you sure about what kind of content you wanted to share about on the podcast and that's where you all come in I'm sometimes not sure of what to share on the podcast episodes I try to gauge what you all are most likely needing but the best way for me to provide you with the most support is by taking your questions and providing you with perspective and answers to them. So continue to reach out to me at hello at morebyher.com. I'm grateful to be available for you. 
Now let's get into next section, the top six tips for mental health while marketing. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So, as I mentioned, I've been focused on growing my TikTok and growing my social media channels. I'm focused on branding myself and it's a fun time to be playing with that. I think it's hard for me to narrow focus like you all are probably experiencing. It's always a difficult task, right? Do I want to be, what do people need first and foremost? And then what do I feel like I'm willing to share during this period of time? And I've gotten a lot clearer on the fact that it's marketing and mental health support. Those are the things that I probably care the most that people take away from me, despite the fact that I am, yes, simultaneously pursuing my creative career in acting, in modeling, and hosting. So that's to be transparent. If you see me going further and down that path, know that it's because I as much as I care about you all achieving your dreams, I also care about my own fulfillment. And both can exist simultaneously. So as far as this journey, I'm just becoming more and more aware of the fact that there needs to be more of a conversation around our mental health while doing marketing. And so let's get into the top six tips for balancing your mental health while also promoting the heck out of yourself. So number one, set boundaries. Number one is setting boundaries. So reflection questions are going to be integrated into each of these top tips and just give you kind of pause, hopefully, to just think on these things. But how are you setting boundaries with yourself around when you're consuming social media, when you're promoting your work on social media? So I find for myself the first hour of each day and the last hour of each day are tech-free hours for me. I can't be consuming social media news because social media is addicting. I am such a marketer. I can become really obsessive around refining my brand and conveying myself in a particular way. And I think we all can, even if we don't consider ourselves marketers, we're thinking about how can we get engagement? How can people interact with us more? How can we get attention? But you need to give yourself permission to have time for you. You need to make sure that the first thing in your day is always your priority. And that can be through starting your day without social media, for instance. Um, And I prefer doing an hour of that. You can figure out what works best for you. Maybe it's just 20 minutes. Maybe you have kids, family. Life is truly demanding and having time to yourself is already so challenging. But really figure out what your boundaries are as far as social media because it really is meant to be addicting. It gives you dopamine shots in the same way that drugs and other substances would. So think about it. Number two tip for mental health while marketing is spend more time creating than consuming. And this one might seem, again, all these might seem 
familiar, but they are meant to be reminders. When is the best time of day for you to be creating? And how can you hold that time each day so that you make sure that that's not time you are with a phone out or texting or FaceTiming or connecting with other human beings because our craving for connection right now is greater than ever. And I recognize that with social distancing and quarantining, a lot of folks are feeling so much loneliness and feeling so much isolation. And so our dependence on our technology is so real and it's valid. But how can you step away from it and hold time despite that for creation? Number three, strengthen your body. And this one seems maybe unrelated to engaging with our marketing, but it's real. It's so real because when you have a strong body, then your strong mind and strong spirit will follow. So how are you setting time aside for yourself to exercise, to incorporate some level of fitness or movement or stretch into your days so that you feel more powerful, you feel more able-bodied. Um, even if you're not an able-bodied person, there's still so many exercises that you can do. Even eye exercises, I've gotten into a position of realizing that I'm looking at so many devices and screens and things up close. There is a need for me to stretch my vision. Sometimes it's really looking out the window and doing little eye muscle exercises which are real things and they help strengthen your eyesight so there's so many things that we can do with ourselves and our bodies to feel more powerful to feel more powerful and more able to set those boundaries number four it's kind of a related to that strengthening your spirit so i am not a promoter of any type of spiritual practice over another i don't consider meditation necessarily a spiritual practice but it is for the spirit in so many ways because it allows you to clear your mind so maybe it's more for the mind i don't know it's up for debate but i think it's really important for you to hold time to restore and strengthen your spirit each day because similarly to strengthening our body it allows us to have clear boundaries as to when we are on and when we are off social media, when we are on, when we are off eating, when we are on, when we are off, all these things that we want to fit into our days so that we feel like we have enough structure that we trust in ourselves again, right? And we trust in our ability to create, we trust in our ability to promote ourselves, to promote our artwork, to promote whatever we're wanting to share with the world. But we know when to flip the switch and turn it off. Number five, generating joy on your own. How do you generate that joy? This is why I talk so much about creative wellness. What is a non-social media way or a non-intaking of that addictive dopamine that's the external world validating us? What's a way that we can still create joy from the inside, right? So... I love to talk about journaling. I love to talk about dancing. I love to talk about photography, all these things that I love. And the things that you love might be different. I assume that they are. And it's a really amazing time to take time to figure out what those things are, what they were, to explore your creative wellness. The importance of journaling is you need to have a conversation with yourself. (laughs) When are you holding time to have a conversation with you? And what's funny about mental health is 
oftentimes in depictions of movies and films, people seem like crazy people when they talk to themselves. Funny enough, I find the most sane people are the ones who are able to have conversations with themselves, who are able to know themselves, have a dialogue with themselves before anybody else is added to the picture. So how can you get to a process of being able to process your thoughts, emotions, understand yourself, your feelings, really gauge yourself. Because when you know thyself, then you can know thy mind, you can know when to set those boundaries. It really, this one is a piece of strengthening our mind. So that brings us to number six, which is the most important tip in my, in my mind. And let me know if you have competing and differentiating opinions. I love to hear them. I am such a welcoming person to differences and differences in opinion. It always expands my point of view. The number one tip for mental health while marketing, the number one tip is to validate you. So literally, it's not maybe the expressive act of journaling to validate yourself. It's the internal act of how are you saying to yourself, yes. How are you waking up in the morning and not grabbing for your phone in in the aim to see how many likes, comments, engagement you have on social media, for instance, to see how you've received an email around getting or not getting certain opportunities. How can you say, oh, I'm doing my best and that's what matters. Like I'm putting out my best effort into the world and that best effort continues to improve over time. How can you say to yourself, I'm enough? How can you say to yourself, I'm deserving of time to myself? How can you say to yourself, I'm deserving of recognition, even if I'm not seeing the amount that I'd like to receive? How can you say to yourself these things? Because no, know that at the end of the day, no matter how much validation you get from the external world, it will never be felt if you don't validate you. If you're not the one who's feeling worthy of yourself, then there is no amount of follower count. There's no amount of sales. There's no amount of money that will quench that thirst, that thirst that is the need to feel loved and to feel seen. So that is the root of it. That's why I think in this balance of being a marketer and really promoting the hell out of the stuff that you want to put out into the world, I'm such an advocate for that. But I also am a bigger advocate for the fact that I want you to feel good, to feel good about yourself. So with that, let's get into our culture wreck and then we'll wrap. So our culture wreck for this episode is another podcast it's the almost 30 podcast and it's episode 310 power and collective pause insight plus support from special guests so i started listening to almost 30 podcasts fairly recently and i really love it it's a conversation between two close friends who were at the time turning almost 30 and having a lot of life questions arise for them this episode is special because they are it's a recent one and they're focused on the fact that folks are quarantining or dealing with a lot of trauma because 
family, friends, loved ones are affected by COVID-19 and social distancing is challenging. And so they brought on all these special guests like Milana Snow, who's a wellness activist and entrepreneur, Jenna Zoe, who's focused on human design, Ramit Sethi, I believe his name is pronounced, and he's actually the author of one of my favorite books, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. It's such a good book because even though the name is a little gimmicky, he's a really great marketer and he's a really great storyteller. He has an amazing sense of humor and he's really made financial literacy accessible to people. So I'll talk about this book in a future episode because it is such a valuable one. It's actually saved me so much money. It's made me so much money. And so I want to make sure that I dive into that one and give it the air that it deserves, the breathing room. But this episode was really valuable and I highly recommend listening to it because it's focused on our mental health in so many aspects. And so it talks about our mental health is connected to our financial health. Our mental health is connected to our spiritual health. It is connected to so many things. And it's great to have this podcast episode where they're talking about community and the importance of creating positive change and how we can improve our health through what we eat and through what we smell with essential oils or what we say to ourselves and how we breathe and how we listen to Mother Earth. And that's what mental health means to me. It's really holistic. It's really full body. Obviously, if you have mental illnesses that have been diagnosed, there are maybe medications that support you and so many other things. And avenues that you've explored for yourself but this is what I share because these are the things that have really helped me feel grounded in these crazy unstable times and these crazy unstable times will only feel amplified if you're going down this avenue of marketing yourself because you're putting so much energy and vulnerability and exposure out into the world and I completely empathize with that I'm experiencing that firsthand and marketing myself and so know that I'm here with you always growing with you learning with you thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode to recap our top six tips for mental health while marketing ourselves and our work and creations is one, setting boundaries. Two, spending more time creating than consuming. Three, strengthening our body so our mind and spirit follow. Four, strengthening your spirit slash mind so your body follows. And that can be done through meditation, higher power, many things. Five, generating your own joy. Doing that through creative wellness practices and figuring out which one of those works best for you. Six, self-validation. Validate you. Say yes to you. Say you're worthy. As always, feel free to reach out to me at hello at morebyher.com. I'm excited for your questions. Please help this podcast grow. It's dependent on you for growth. And so if you can share it on social media, you can tell a friend, please leave a review. I can be found at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at more underscore by underscore her. You are no starving artist. I'm so happy that you're in this mindset of marketing yourself, marketing yourself to the world, but also taking care of yourself at the same time. I appreciate you.